Welcome to the Disney Hour Express podcast. I'm Abby. And I'm Rob. We are two hopelessly romantic Disney enthusiasts. Sharing fun stories, secret tips, and family travel experiences. If you are a Disney newbie, or maybe a season pass holder, we hope you find this information helpful. We turned our love of Disney into a unique boutique travel agency that books Disney and Universal vacations. We've got a lot of stories, so cozy on up, choose your favorite drink, whether that be a cocktail or a hot chocolate, and enjoy the Disney Hour Express. Hey, babe. Hello there. (laughs) Oh, I like it. Did you know that the first Halloween Horror Nights was in 1991? Of course I did, because that was the year I was born. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Over at Universal Studios, Florida, and it was started as uh, Fright Nights, and it was a three-night event. Mm. Do you like how I just keep talking, even though you made a jokester? (laughs) (laughs) It was on October 25th, 26th, and the 31st of 1991, and there was only one haunted house, and that was titled The Dungeon of Terror. Well, I mean, it sounds frightening. Frightening, to say the least. Well, you know what's actually truly frightening? The price to go was... Back then... $12.95. $12.95. Nice. <laughs> that is nowhere near. That would be what your hot dog cost, probably. That is a little bit different than it is now. So different. It's so different. But we have been living HHN 32 for the past 24 hours. Absolutely. We, Absolutely. Ha- we have had a one of our agents, Tink, went out there and kept us in the know the entire time she was there. It was really awesome. And we've just been looking at all the awesome footage that has come out, too. Oh, I've been reading all about it. Reading. I've been reading reviews. I've been in forums. I've been in oh chats. Uh, I'm deep into it. Um, just bef- And before we get we dive with the rest of you, and just a little bit of uh, housekeeping, um, some of you may be expecting the uh, day two continuation of our Disney trip. Um, That's true. The, uh, we decided because uh, Halloween Horror Nights just started last night. We're recording on Saturday. It was it started last night. September the first, 1st. September yep. 1st. So we decided this like we were ready to do it a couple weeks ago. Uh, Abby wanted to do it. I said, no, let's talk all about princesses because that's, that's right. what that's she's exactly all about horror. I'm all about princesses. What he did. It was crazy. <laughs> so, and then we went away and then here we are. So next week you hear about, hear more about our trip. That's um, right. But we thought this was like really important to get out now um, because yes. if you're interested in going, Halloween Horror Nights is mm-hmm. only for the next two months, right? It's true. And one other thing just of... Uh, like a disclaimer um, and the off chance that you listen to this with your children. We normally, which I doubt you do because <laughs> even though we try to keep it as clean as possible when we're talking about Disney and so on and so forth, we're, we're not going to get like, crazy here. Potty mouths. Yeah. Like not really. Um, she says <laughs> no. potty. That's, that's, um, so I mean, it's Busted. not too much, but 
you know, we're going to be talking about some more uh, uh, gruesome things. So maybe sure. it's just wanted to give you a heads up. Anyway, you know, put your earbuds in. <laughs> earmuffs, children, earmuffs. Yeah, earmuffs for the kids. Now, we were talking about prices. What you know? What's the pricing for the Halloween Horror Nights? That's a really great question. So while you find well, out actually, I that know it. I pricing, know it. okay, I'm going to tell you that there are 48 nights of terror and screams. Now, this is a separate ticketed event. You mm. must have a ticket to Halloween Horror Nights to attend, not just the theme park ticket. Correct. It's, okay. a, it's an additional thing. They start like kicking you out um, at five o'clock. At like, five o'clock. Right, That's right. When everything closes. Now I heard forty-eight nights is actually a record. Yes, it's it actually, is. It's the most nights it's they've the most offered. Nights that they offer. Yep. Exactly. It. So that's that's pretty cool. So yeah, they close the park down at five and that's like all the bodies must leave the park yeah. because the doors are then closed. However, there mm. is that early entrance, right? I believe it's called the, uh, it's a scream. Stay and scream. Stay in, yeah, it's a stay in. So yes. either if you have a ticket or you purchase the stay and scream ticket, which is $40 mm-hmm. and it gets you in from three to five, you actually get in the park. Mm-hmm. And then at five, they put you if as long as you provide your ticket for the event tonight, they put you in like a separate um, area. Like, but it's like but, a holding area. Like yeah, you're gonna it's like, wait. It's, there. it's like a holding area, so you're not you don't have access full access to the park. I don't really know what happens there. Like they must have something for you to do. They must have like well, I believe that's probably where the Miss Doctor Oddfellow comes out, right? And he kind of gives the intro to okay. the official evening gotcha so, which the official evening starts at 6 30 correct and this goes all the way till 2 a.m and they're saying every recommendation that i've seen says to go to the park early like you want to be yeah. in that at that you want five o'clock you want to be in that area you want to be roped off and waiting for 6 30 because that's going to get you you're able to bust out and get to some houses before the wait times get crazy. That's right. And I, I paid attention to some wait times. We could talk about they, those yeah. later. But first of all, what yeah. is the price for this awesome event? Now you ask me as I've gone. No, it's um, so a single night ticket starts at seventy nine ninety nine per person. That starts at, I think it, it oh. actually, um, uh, I think it might rise as the night gets on. Sure. So, yeah, that's something. Um, now, an express pass. Yeah, for a single night ticket, it's an additional price starting at one nineteen per person. So that's more than the ticket to the event, which is normal. Which, which is kind of normal. Yeah. Express passes they try to make them very rare. Yeah. No, it's true. And so they really want to price you out. Now, the one thing there's only. There's only one type of express pass. Um, the, the, normally, there's an express, an express pass, unlimited. This is just the express pass, I, from what I believe, is the only one available, and it just gives you access. It, it gives you like a skip the line type of entrance to one house per night. Right, that's correct. Right. And so the, you, well, not one house per night, but to be able to go to. Each, each house, house once, once per night. night. Correct. You're you're correct. Thank you for clearing that up. Um, and I heard that they're saying that this is recommended. Like if you can afford mm-hmm. it, it's worth going. If you want to try to get the most out of your night, um, that's right. I also well, said don't use the express pass yes. for 
anything any wait time under 30 minutes that's right so they said to once you get into that park because you're going to be waiting to get in right you're going to go do the houses all first without your express pass and then you're going to go back and use your express pass so i i loved that little bit of information i like um and they said around 7 p.m is when the lines begin to get really long right Mm -hmm. really long now the problem with yesterday's opening night is that there was like tsunami style rainstorm happening and yeah. everybody People was just ready. soaking, <laughs> yeah. soaking wet and just, you know, yeah. what a way to start the night. Yikes. Yeah, Eric- but apparently this happens a lot on the first night of HHN. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like a tradition. It's not, yeah, it's a tradition. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was soaking, though. Like the the what do you call it? Like sewer grates like we're like oh, actually really? producing water. Oh, up. wow. <laughs> so I think it That's wasn't crazy. filtering down fast enough, but it was just just a rainy mess. I know. So this person. probably made those wait times really long right away. Like as soon as people got in and got like I, I heard there were a together. lot of people um going they, they were leaving and going home and changing and coming back and coming back yeah which i heard made the well, late times later I like maybe maybe it was all the above isn't I, that just like when you go into the park and you're like F it, i'm gonna buy a 300 dollars outfit <laughs> i tell you one person that would have added to the uh if, if we were there abby would not have been happy your feet Listen, probably would have been I, wet <laughs> i'm not good with being cold and i'm not good with having wet feet and how, i how, will purchase that sweatshirt that is 120 dollars <laughs> because i am freezing <laughs> yep be prepared if you travel with me now there's other it's it's a it's quite the adventure when you travel um <laughs> it is not i love it it's a perfect uh, trip anywho um there are other passes available for there are other tickets available for the event mm-hmm. um they have something called the rush of fear pass and that gives you access to up to the first 18 event nights. Wait, so, what? So you can buy it. So the first 18 nights, because again, it's offered for 48 nights. Okay. So yeah. the first 18. So pretty much like September. Like okay. it, you could come back any, almost any of the nights in September. That's cool. And so like you obviously would be like a Florida resident. Yes. If you got something yes. like this. A standard ticket for that is $179. That's cool. Yeah, it's, or, I guess it's yeah. It's a, if you wanted to add the express to the pass, get this five hundred and twenty nine dollars. But I mean, if you're going, Yikes. if if you're the type of person that wants to go to this multiple nights, yeah, like it's you know, I mean, like if that's your September plan, yeah, like every know. like going on eighteen dates with eighteen <laughs> different people, you can impress them. <laughs> See, there you go. Yikes! Um, there's also something called the frequent fear pass, which gets you. Uh, you can get up to 30 nights entrant entry, and that allows you every Sunday through Thursday event night plus the first weekend. So like right okay. now, uh-huh. the Friday and Saturday, and then after that, it's just Sunday through Thursday. Fridays and Saturdays obviously the busiest busiest nights. Mm-hmm. You know, people aren't working, kids are in school, so yeah. on so forth. So it gives you that. That's standard ticket for that is two hundred and twenty nine dollars. And Express Pass to that brings it up to six oh nine ninety nine. Okay. There's a Frequent Fear Plus pass. Gets you up to 40 nights. And that's every Sunday through Friday. So no Saturdays. Plus the first and last Saturday. I made that a little bit confusing. Um, but that's more. Tickets for that, 269 
add the express pass, you're looking at six nine six ninety nine ninety nine. That is a lot of nights to go to this event. Yeah, I bet you, you know, there's people that there's just... people that do it, I guess. Then, you thought I was done. There's the ultimate frequent fear pass. <laughs> Enjoy every night of the event. So you could go anytime. Okay. Um, and you get a free, you get free regular parking after five on all event nights. Uh, standard ticket is three seventy four ninety nine. Adding Express to the Pass increases it to nine nineteen. 99 now that's a really good point parking mm. parking here is it free when you get a ticket or are you always paying for it that i don't remember because yeah. it used to always be free but this again was like don't know. years and years and years ago and we've been recently but i can't quite remember if we paid for parking hmm. Hmm. yeah that's a good i don't remember if did we pay for parking when we went to Universal? I can't even remember that. I can't. We're terrible. We can't remember anything. We're too really old. Really bad. That's because Ugh. I've been reading all about um, haunted houses. There's just two more things. Uh, oh, okay. Tickets. Okay. I love talking? this little chatty, chatty um, Rob. The, there's something called, there's private tours. Private tours. Okay. One, like the VIP tours. But this one's but. called the RIP tour. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so it's, just, it's, a, it's a guided tour. Uh-huh. Uh they start at 329 per night okay. plus for per person. Per person. Per person. Oh. And that's and it allows you up you could have a group of up to six people, but you will be with other groups. It kind of uh-huh. yeah, it's a little it's it's a little weird. So it's that's like the lowest of these things. And what it does is it gives you priority uh VIP. RIP, and I'm doing air quotes right now, entry to haunted houses. So you get once per house based on itinerary. So they have like an itinerary set out to you, and it basically lets you cut the line. Okay. To get to get through, um, uh, yeah, to go to all of them. You get like a RIP tour credential, a lanyard, and a button. That's fun. You get complimentary valet parking. So that kind of talks about parking. So valet, they still have that. Um, you get a pre-tour reception in the Cafe La Bamba. Mm. That's on fun. And then you get like ex- access to exclusive cash bar locations. Oh. Um, and then it also gives you the Universal Express unlimited ride access. So that excludes houses, but lets you to the, the few rides that are open. And we'll talk about those rides, what they are in a little bit when we're going over everything. Um, and it gives you reserved seating at select event shows. There is a private RAP tour, which allows you a group of up to 10 people okay. and you're by yourself. So that's like more of a traditional, yeah, that's traditional. Uh, tour, but they don't talk about pricing on this. Um, <laughs> that's because it's a big secret. It's $10,000. Now there's one thing, and I noticed that you had the other thing that you looked up, and this is the behind the screams. Mm-hmm unmasking the horror tour yeah so if you're a scaredy cat this one's for you <laughs> so that's you get to do that during the day um mm-hmm. you get to do a tour of a certain amount of houses with the lights on yes you know they're, they're keeping the lights on and it's during the day um that starts at there's a three house option that starts at one nineteen ninety nine, and you get to see a tour of the last of us uh dr oddfellow's twisted origins in the darkest deal or there's one that gives you uh, it's you can see six of the houses with the lights on. It gives you it's like the other six, which we'll name oh, a little bit. Interesting. Um, any yeah, and then the only other ticket, like I said, is that that scream early ticket, which 
gives you you get in there from three to five you could go on any ride you want and then at five you wait for the event to start very cool ticket rundown okay so before we jump into the houses i want to tell you about something that is happening for this hhn 32 right 32 years of scares um i all over the tiktoks and the instagrams Mm. i've been seeing um some really awesome groups of people that have started making friendship bracelets and trading them so they'll have like an arm and uh, this kind of probably bounced off of the heiress tour and now they're just like oh we've enjoyed making those so much that we want to make them now for hhn but also because i think stranger things had a lot of friendship bracelets going on Mm. in that one so um yeah everybody's making these friendship bracelets and they are trading them so you usually go in and you have one arm full of your friendship bracelets that you've made and one arm free and you're going and you're passing out friendship bracelets and then you're filling up your other arm and so it's apparently people aren't making enough even though they've made a ton they're like wow there's so many to get and give and it's it's a really cool tradition it's kind of like undercover tradition right now or they're trying to make it a tradition but um i think that's really cool i think it's a way to connect to new people really really neat i'd do it well i'd be making away some traditionally i enjoy a friendship bracelet i would trade with you i would trade with you thanks all right so this hhn has 10 mind-ripping haunted houses Ooh, and what are those houses never go alone um stranger things so stranger things right and that's based off of season four that's right of netflix's stranger things the series yes yeah so that kind of brings you in it's all about the you know it transports you to the land of hawkins indiana and you're in the 80s i forget what year specifically exactly you're gonna listen to a lot of kate bush on repeat apparently Mm -hmm. and uh yeah you're dealing with uh with all those you're in the upside down so it's gonna be you know it looks pretty you're in like the mind layer you're you're there's all types. You're going up against Vecna, who was the villain in season four yeah. and all that stuff. So, looks pretty intense. Then you've got the Exorcist Believer. Now, the Exorcist Believer is um, based on an upcoming film being released on April 13th, uh, made by uh, Blumhouse. And it's a, a new installment of the Exorcist uh, film, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm series series there we go i couldn't i was i was gonna say trilogy but i know there's more than there was a prequel that came out there was three then there was a prequel it's got the whole thing so this is technically like the fifth one and what this is uh based on it's like there's uh something about there's uh it's like in Haiti. it starts off in haiti they find a doll with three eyes mm-hmm. and after this doll is found it like opens a portal to like a demo- it's a demonic portal um Two 12-year-old girls in the U.S. go missing. They're found three days later with no memory of what happened. And then bad things start happening in no, their thanks. respective houses. So that's Exorcist Believer. The Last of Us. Last of Us is if based... If you haven't seen this yet, please see yeah. it. 
Anyways. Well, see it. See the series. Play the game. Play the game. I haven't done that. Yeah, do all of the above. So that's based on the uh, Naughty Dog and PlayStation's award-winning post-pandemic video game, um, The Last of Us, and which is also an HBO series that Abby's watched. And that basically just brings you into the... Uh, propels guests into the obstacle course of carnage and mayhem as they join a brutal journey in the world overtaken by a fungal virus that turns humans into various forms of new threat known as the infected so good yeah oh so scary chucky ultimate kill count so chucky which was a series child's play <clears throat> that started back in the 90s um was a hit is now a tv series on the sci-fi network and so it's based off of that that show. I haven't seen it myself. Um, it's just the continuing about the little demonic doll known as Chucky, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Charles Lee Ray. Um, uh, my brother Mikey uh, recommended the show. He gave it a thumbs up. He's a big horror nut. But uh, I haven't seen it, but I'm guessing it's more little creepy dolls. I always get Chucky and the Leprechaun mixed up in my mind. How dare I know you? That I, exactly. I knew you were going to say that. How dare you? Twiddly diddly dee. <laughs> a no. leprechaun is me so scary that little leprechaun <laughs> That's good. that was the if you ever ask mike you'll see that was the um when i showed him the, or when he saw the trailer for that and then i showed him the movie leprechaun that like started his uh adventure reign of terror into, yeah, or, <laughs> into all things yeah. horror mm. <laughs> side note today i was out with the girls shopping and i saw these they had so many things where we were but it was a um michael myers like string lights like think like christmas lights but with michael myers heads <laughs> and then when you press the button it like played some sort of horror micro myosh music i don't know well what it, it was actually just to correct you it was actually jason Voorhees from oh Friday my 13th. god i'm the Hockey worst <laughs> <laughs> you know child's play leprechaun michael myers Jason oh, they're, they're all very similar they are similar any yeah. in any case i um, you were looking for halloween disney stuff that's what you i was i was like because i thought that there was gonna be something there but it wasn't there but in any case i like sent mikey this video of the kids playing with it and he was like i need that i was like okay so that's our yeah that's my side note anyways nobody cares um universal monsters unmasked universal monsters unmasked so this brings you to the dank catacombs of good old paris um and so you're supposed to go under you know there's this whole legend that uh underneath i think paris and most of france like there was a this whole like underground tunnel system where like people lived at one point i don't know if it was due to the war or what was going on but it brings you down to these things they're very creepy when you get down there you're actually going to find some of universal's most notorious creatures the phantom of the opera the hunchback of notre dame dr jekyll and mr hyde and Doctor Jack Griffin, aka the Invisible Man. So it kind of just yeah. sounds a little bit like they're just promoting their uni- classic yeah. Universal monsters. But that makes sense. I mean, this is probably where it all started, right? Mm-hmm. Then you've got Doctor Oddfellow's twisted origins. Okay, so now Doctor Oddfellow. Let's talk about Doctor Oddfellow. Yeah, what's with Doctor Oddfellow? Is he around every year, or just this year is his year? So Doctor Oddfellow is kind of like is a legend. Of a Universal Horror Nights. He's not around every year, but he's been around before in the past. But he's always been kind of like a, um, like a sidekick. To he was connected to somebody. I had the name 
right here. It was like a clown person. I can't find it anymore. It doesn't really matter. Oh, Jack the Clown. There was somebody named Jack the Clown. Clowns are creepy. Dr. Oddfellow was like a sidekick type of thing. But now Dr. Icon is Dr. Oddfellow is what they're referring to as the icon of Halloween Horror Nights. Because mm-hmm. there's one every year. Okay. And that's the person that kind of is like the master of ceremonies. Interesting. Of it. So we were watching a video of uh, Dr. Oddfellow like kind of does like he gets up on this uh, like catwalk. Mm-hmm. That's the entrance of Halloween Horror Nights and like does this like grand opening. He and does. does. this whole speech and he has a thing and then he unleashes a marauder the like um a horde of chainsaw wielding maniacs on you <laughs> yeah. so it's like thank and you dr Oddfellow. Things, yeah. i appreciate it. i appreciate you now i did see some close-ups of him and he actually kind of like i'm not gonna not reprimands but like he does says things to people that are using their cell phones and recording oh, him. Yeah. He's just like, what you think all these little gadgets are going to get you into the afterworld and like things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, okay. So, he, but I mean, he does it in this really like s- scary, like you mm-hmm. feel like very vulnerable when he is around and you're just like, Oh, he could see into you and yeah, like, un- unlock your deepest, darkest. It, well, he does. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, the oh. character playing him is very tall and very like kind of, uh, t- takes up a lot of space, you know, and you're just kind of like, oh my God, how can I get away from you faster? <laughs> said, I'm going to make you feel just like your second grade teacher, Miss Nelson, made you feel when she <laughs> wouldn't accept your homework that time. Right, yeah. right Timmy? And you're like, oh, God. Okay. Yeah, that's Dr. Oddfellow. Well, how interesting. Okay. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah. Now you've got the dueling dragons. Choose thy fate. Now, Dueling Dragons is based on the, uh, you heard me incorrectly talk about it before, it was a roller coaster Yes, that uh, Abby had gone on, had been on multiple times in Universal uh, Studios that's been replaced by Hagrid's uh, motorbike, uh, I'm not getting the name of that correct, it's mm-hmm. Hagrid's motorbike something madness. Magical I, I creatures. Magical something. creatures, motorbike, yeah. Um, we so, love you, Universal. So they had, um, they had, like I said, they had taken this down for various reasons. Now they made it its own house. Um, you're basically, you're seeing like Merlin um, has been transformed into the Enchanted Oak, leaving a power vacuum. When two powerful warlocks invade his castle to steal his spellbook, they are turned into dragons of fire and ice. The guests are caught in the middle of their battle and forced to choose a path and a victor. Doesn't really sound that scary to me, but um, sounds kind of cool. I mean, I'm like down with it. Merlin and stuff, you know. Sure. Uh, But anyway, there we are. Well, then you've got Yeti Campground Kills. Now, this one to me sounds cool. Um, In a 1950s campground, a group of towering, terrifying Yetis are running rampant, ripping apart campers, rangers, and anyone else who gets in their way. In Yeti Campground Kills, guests must flee through the campground into cabins, a bait shack, and even the outhouse in hopes of making it to the ranger tower before it's too late. It sounds frightening. Yeah, that does sound frightening. Yeah. Mm. The darkest deal. I kind of keep thinking about like the price is right. <laughs> I know that has nothing to do with the darkest deal, but it's it is kind of funny. Oddly enough, this is um, uh, Drew Carey <laughs> comes down with um, three women and offers you 
to spin a big wheel, and if you don't hit uh, the number, you know what? No, Carrie will never be my prices right man. <laughs> it was that old dude, right? Yeah, um, the old dude was definitely your prices right man. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know what his name was, but I see his it face was in Bob my mind. Barker, right? That's what I thought it was. I wasn't going to neuter and spay say. your pet today. Bob Barker. He was, he was a big. I miss you. He was a big uh, proponent on neutering. He was oh, an well, I mean. You shouldn't yeah, neuter, you should do neuter all your dogs and maybe your spouse. Right. Um, <laughs> Why? Who said that? I don't know. Anyway, um, it's Halloween Horror Nights. Just makes me it brings out a different it brings level out of a me. Different man. <laughs> the darkest deal is it's just kind of like something down you know down in the south in New Orleans. Oh. But this oh, is in the, the musician. Yeah, the Mississippi yeah, okay. Delta blues musician Pine Straw Spruce. Meets at a crossroads with a diabolical entity known as the Collector to make a deal, his soul for musical glory. Then That's you get to right. see That's he, what we do. He performs like his big hit, uh-huh. and then you get to see him be pulled down into the underworld. Fun, yeah. That's cool. Yup. And, and then, then it, but, but then it also has it drags him. You see other musicians who have learned the terrible price of fame. I bet you they play on that. I bet you there's like, you know, you go down there and see like Ringo Starr. You know, I mean, you oh. see, I bet you there's, they probably yeah. have like fun with that, I'm sure. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. They probably do. Okay. Oh, well, speaking of musicians that have gone down, R.I.P. Jimmy Buffett. Yes. Aww. Yeah, we saw that today. In fact, I didn't. I, I thought I would hear more about that. Like I know. my friends, my group quiet. friends, or anything like. You know, it's yeah. so. And he was pretty young in the scheme of things, right? I think he was 79, 79, 76. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, that's up there in age. It's a good life. He's been living his dream out there in Margaritaville, and yeah, you know, yeah, the, the parrot way. He's made a, a huge name for himself yeah. through all of these things. Yeah, I mean, he spread his stuff everywhere. There's resorts, there's yeah. hotels, there's cruise lines, there's uh, margarita makers that we're, we just use we, to mix we up love our, our margarita yeah, maker. Our libations. So. <laughs> this is to you, Jimmy. Yes. Okay, last house. Blood Moon Dark Offerings. And this is colonial era villagers begin to worship the moon obsessively. Kind of like everyone when there's a uh, when there's a new moon out, you know, and everyone's just taking pictures and yeah. posting them on Instagram. That's that's kind of the same thing, but in colonial times, when the blood moon rises at their fall festival, they take it as a sign that they must hunt down any non-followers within their village. Guests will need to try to not become part of the sacrifice as they gather body parts to form a grisly offering in blood moon dark offerings. Uh. Seen that that one would scare me for sure. <laughs> okay, you don't like it. You'd you'd start just um, praying to the moon. <laughs> what? Yeah, I just go with the flow. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. So Tink's a official, unofficial, <laughs> officially unofficial um, thoughts on this were that Stranger Things and Monsters Unmasked and Yeti were the best houses that she okay. saw out of the ones that she did see. She only saw four houses. Um, but she wasn't too fond of Chucky. She said it wasn't super great. But this is just her opinion um, and I appreciate that. But I, I was glad to hear that Stranger Things was still up at the top of awesomeness. 
I like it. I was looking online at a forum by somebody with a name that is inappropriate for me to say on this uh, podcast, <laughs> so I won't say it. Get but, it. So this is obviously a person of high, um, uh, <laughs> you know, thought. <laughs> he, he's he's well thought out because I can't even say his name. Um, anyway, so his rankings were Exorcist Believer was the his favorite. Oh. Um, then he liked, you know, I should have started from the bottom, but maybe anyway. Um, then he liked Monsters Unmasked. Okay. Then Blood Moon. Then Odd Fellow. Mm-hmm. Then The Darkest Deal. Then Yeti. Then Stranger Things. Then Dueling Dragons. Then Chucky. And his his least favorite was The Last of Us. Really? You know, I think that sometimes mm-hmm. that people just don't like like commercial things you know gotcha. just like it's too big I, you know, yeah no, that could be that's very true and that's it's all subjective true. it's just, you know everyone has their own fears and what hits them uh what noises they hear the that make you know the bumps in the night and all that stuff so you're right so along with all these houses did you talk any about the scare zones you did with dr well, Goodfellas we, we, we the... said we were going to talk about it oh, more. Sorry. Well, no, but the, what were you going to say about the scare zones? I was just going to say there are five scare zones. <laughs> there are five scare zones. <laughs> and so they're kind of just like as you're roaming around. Uh, like or, walking to the next house, house or, or, or next event yeah. or whatever the case may be. There's just these areas where uh, I guess it's marked. I haven't really looked at but they're basically telling you that there's going to be these uh, scare actors Yes, in, in their, that area. In that so area that, aware. like, pay attention. They will gonna, get in your personal space. We saw, we have up on our, all our uh, socials, uh, Tink sent us a video that she had caught of, well, mind you, she was on her phone of someone else yeah, on their phone. I think it was a friend she was traveling with. Oh, yeah. was it your friend? I, I didn't even realize so. that. And so they were both kind of like, you know, panning the area. Yeah. And like, as they were coming back, looking at their cameras, like a scare actor, like came in front of her and just like made a noise and it like scared. Yeah, it was, yeah, it, it, was, was it was pretty funny. The, she like nearly dropped her phone and <laughs> yeah. just screamed. So I could, and it was like right on a street corner. So yeah, she's right just like near. in the middle of the street. Um, yeah. But so yeah, there's five scare happens. zones. And so the first one being Dr. Oddfellow's collection of horror. Yep. In the Dark Zodiac, yep. Jungle of Doom, Expedition Horror, mm-hmm. Vamp 69, Summer of Blood, which Ooh. we saw a lot of footage of, yes. and um, Shipyard 32, Horrors Unhinged. And now these are all, they're all connected to Dr. Oddfellow. We're all supposed to be like, he's like kind of the uh, ventriloquist pulling the strings behind all these scare zones. And mm-hmm. he's actually, in every scare zone dr Oddfellow is there um and he's dressed up as one of these other entities that are supposed to be uh, but you could so there's like a, it's like kind of an easter egg dr Oddfellow has a scar on his face and so you can tell which one is supposed to be dr Oddfellow by looking for one of these other things with a scar on their face and that's supposed to like be him just a little easter that egg is so that's interesting yeah so uh, along with all these awesome houses and everything, there is awesome food. Now, I know you're going to be surprised to hear me say this, but I have always thought that Universal's food was better and more accommodating than Disney's. Oh, I know. 
Sorry, Disney. Well, sorry. So we're going to change our name to the Universal uh, Happy <laughs> Hour Express. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, we love light and fluffy yes, stuff. I know. So yeah, they have okay. They have Midway Delights, which is a called a Music Plaza food truck. And it's got all sorts of uh, yummy foods. But what I thought was really interesting was the sour apple pie funnel fries. (laughs) And I read this out loud to Rob before because I was like, that is very weird. Mm. So it's sour sugar seasoned funnel fries topped with apple pie filling, sour apple ice cream and streusel. So... There you go. That's an interesting. I don't know if I if I'd like it or hate it or just think it was weird and interesting at the same time. And then there's a another. Um, it's called Stellar Bar, also in the Music Plaza, and it's Stranger Things themed. And they have a bunch of really great stuff. But one of the things I'd want to try there was the peanut butter smuggler, because I have no idea what that is. But it, you could get a souvenir cup with it. So, I'd try it. Okay. Then they have Surfer Boy Pizza, which is, of course, the pizza from Stranger Things. And they've got vegan pizza, which I think would be really yummy. But a lot of it comes with um, pineapple. Mm. <laughs> That's like a thing. Well, I did hear that was that had like the biggest line for yeah, food, right? It uh, did. The biggest weight. Um, Yeti Returns. They have uh, some really good stuff over there. Um, one of the things being bloody campground poutine, <laughs> um, but they also have the vegan burnt ends poutine, which I appreciate. They have Fedra rations. Now I heard that the best food out of everywhere, uh, the vegetarian food over at the Fedra ration station, which was called the Left Behind Ravioli. It's mini cheese ravioli with marinara, truffle cream, garlic bread, and tempura fried enoki mushrooms. So uh, that Mm. was really well-loved. They said it was one of the best items they had had all night. And that's based off of the um, the heavily Christian-themed movie about the end of the world starring Kirk Cameron, right? Uh, No. (laughs) <laughs> no no nope. left behind series no sorry okay. but right. i could see how you'd think that um yeah. no that is from what the other, last what, of us what other food offerings uh, a couple other things they got chucky killer treats no those are um fun fried till the end chicken <laughs> or chucky's pop dead corn <laughs> they have peacock's halloween horror bar which has a whole bunch of fun drinks um, and they have something called, I guess they had a lot of different pretzels too. Little Stevie stuffed pretzel spinach or little Stevie stuffed pretzel jalapeno. Um, they have the Expo Circle food truck, got butternut and duck at Galette. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Okay. I don't know. Anyways, you said duck. You, lo- duck. you lost me there. Blech. I'm not eating Daffy or Donald. Twisted Tater's food booth. Ooh, I that like that. Sounds amazing. Um, the Twisted Tater blood and guts, which is Twisted Tater smothered with chili and roasted red pepper queso. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and then the, the most famous, I think, out of all of this is Mel's die-in yeah. food booth. So they've got the peanut blutter burger. They've got a confetti battered cookies and mm-hmm. ghoul juice. Electric death. <laughs> 
They've got all sorts of fun yeah, things. Yeah, that was pretty cool. We got pictures of that up on our uh, Instagram. That's right. They have see D- that. Dia de los Muertos Cafe, La, which is the Cafe La Bamba. Oh. Um, so all of their stuff is, they have a vegan walking taco. Thank you very much oh. for providing to us. And a couple other things. They got the San Francisco Pastry Co. MIB Ice Stand is open. Okay. Pretty much it. So, but it, a ton of food, ton of food. And I heard for the first time ever, um, the Halloween Horror Nights is actually, the, they're saying the fog has made its way to the resorts huh. of the Universal um, for the first time ever. So um, you could go over to in uh, Universal's Cabana Bay Beach Resort. They have an exclusive Chucky's Twisted Playground. It's a photo illusion experience based on the USA and sci-fi series. Um Plus, the Universal Monsters Gallery of Legends lobby photo opportunities in other hotel lobbies. Um, in addition to that, guests can enjoy Halloween-themed bars like the Spooky Swizzle Lounge at Universal's Cabana Bay Beach Resort or the Spooky Sunset Lounge at Universal's Endless Summer Resort, Dockside Inn and Suites. Uh, plus, there's like other, you know, all throughout they have like kind of themed food and stuff. Uh you know, and making its way to the resorts anywhere where they serve stuff. Yeah, no, so that's pretty cool. Now, unlike um, Mickey's Not So Scary, where children are encouraged to wear costumes, just mm. not masks, this is not the case at Halloween Horror Nights. You are not at all encouraged to wear costumes or heavy makeup because you do not want to be thought of as an actor or actress um, doing this. Uh, you know, being a part mm. of HHN, um, they just want you to go enjoy the experience. So do not wear a costume. You will get turned away and you will have to track back to your resort or mm. wherever you're staying and change. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Don't, even don't though do it, it seems like a place where you could cosplay or, or you know, do it up. Um, yeah. yeah. Don't do it. Instead, just make the friendship bracelets. Let that be your costume. <laughs> now, there are some rides that are open, right? There, yes, there are a few. Yeah, there are a few. Um they are the uh, Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket, uh-huh. Revenge of the Mummy, mm-hmm. Transformers the Ride, mm-hmm. uh, The Wizarding World of Harry Potter, Diagon mm-hmm. Alley, and Men in Black, Alien Attack. Mm-hmm. All those rides are open. Now, they said that um, the, the Diagon Alley ride and the Transformers ride close uh, like a little bit earlier. Oh, okay. Than the other ones. Interesting. Now, there are Death Eaters out and about, <gasps> oh, right? No. We saw some, and it was really, they they look awesome. So, I want to talk a little bit about the actors, okay. which are called the Scare Actors. Let's talk about them. They're the universal employees who frighten guests at HHN. Mm. So, um, there was an article I read, and it was about a scare actor, and she wanted to... Uh, just you know speak on her she it seems like the scare actors go back year after year they love doing this but there are a lot of uh things that can arise when you are doing this so first of all if you are wearing a mask or makeup like a lot of these costumes you have to have full face prosthetics like think about stranger things and or or, i'm sorry the last of us and like being one of those like fungi i don't know what they're called um just uh, all all the makeup that has to go 
into it, sometimes um, this could create up to a 12 hour work day um, because the prep for these things can take between 15 minutes to two hours just for makeup. They have a ton of professional makeup artists that have to be hired for this specialization. So there is a lot of work to be had um, during this season, right? For two months, they have to hire all these employees and all these um, makeup artists. So a lot of the scare actors are known to get hurt on this job because they are physically doing repetitive actions of jump scares and it can really wreck your body. Um, the actors have been inappropriately touched, grabbed and hit. So I, it made me, um, I, you know, I feel so bad for them because I am one of those people like you scare me, I'm going to punch you. And it's, I can attest to that. (laughs) It's, and I feel so awful about it. Like, it's just a reaction of my body. I and I always tell my kids like don't don't do it. You know, yeah, like I they, never want to hurt they, anybody like ever. The, the kids love watching YouTube. Um, um it's like most kids and you know, they always the kids on there are always like scaring their parents or something. And so they were they like to scare each other and occasionally us. Yeah. Um but it is dangerous. Yeah, I'm just like, please don't. As so I, I get the the body reactions to being scared. But also, if you get that scared, maybe this is not the place for you to go. <laughs> just saying. Right. Now, or maybe you should duct tape your arms to your side. I mean, that would probably be me. I'd be like, hold me back. Hold me down. I can't do it. So um, sometimes, too, the scare actors um, are... Uh, become victims of some severe verbal abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, the person who had um, been a part of this article, she had uh, lost her arm as a child, I believe. And oh. a lot of people would just comment on it and comment on her while she was in and on her job. And, you know, she said that she's used to it and mm-hmm. she's lived many, many years this way. Um, but like, what a, crappy thing to do like just because they're working and doing their job like don't don't be a jack yeah right yeah don't do it so don't do it um but they also the characters just say that some of these scares are so satisfying it's like when the guest screams the loudest and they can kind of hear them the house away and they're just like waiting and really (laughs) excited to scare that person again so uh, i think that's that's pretty phenomenal um then universal starts hiring in may Oh, and I just okay. think of that in May. Uh, I don't know if they just hire by contract to be like you come back in September or if they have to have some sort of payments to entice them to come back. I don't know, because it mm-hmm. just seems to be a very popular thing. No, it does. And it's kind of like the Mecca of, you know, Halloween uh, horror haunted house you know, things like this is like kind of the pinnacle until you get to like some of the more crazier ones but um no this is this is definitely definitely it so it's so cool i have been looking at some times uh i looked at some times earlier and they're just about the same i'm trying to see i'm just so looking at those rides that we just mentioned yeah it is five rides so right now harry potter and escape from gringotts is a 35 minute wait 
Uh, Hollywood Rip Ride Rockets, 40 minutes. Men in Black, Alien Attack is 15. When I looked at it before, it was down. So that was something. Uh, Revenge of the Mummy is 35. And Transformers The Ride is a five-minute wait. Now, one would make you wonder, why is Transformers The Ride open? <laughs> why yeah. is that one of That's the... That's kind of like a... Yeah, off ride to. Yeah, they're trying to like know. find something to do with it. And five minutes wait. No one. The, most of the things I say, they're like everyone's saying, like, don't go on the rides. Like, you're not here for yeah, the rides. Yeah, you're like, here for the house. Go on the rides from get that uh, screen. Pa- yeah. yeah, pass from three to five and go on the rides then, and then you know just sure. do the houses, enjoy the atmosphere, and all that. So anyway, getting into the, um. Uh, the houses now it doesn't really list them you can't list them by like longest but i'm looking at it right now stranger things 4 has 120 minute wait um they're saying just so everyone is aware the express pass usually cuts the wait time down in half as well as if you have a disability access pass yes 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 you can do that so but generally half so you're still waiting an hour even with an express pass um then we got dr oddfellows twisted origins is a 90 minute wait uh chucky ultimate kill count is 70 oh we have the last of us is 80 universal monsters 60 yeti campground kills is at 40 uh exorcist believers at 60 darkest deal 50 dueling dragons 35 um and then Blood Moon Dark Offerings is 50. So there, there's some wait times. However, you know, so I can see from these wait times that if this was like a one thing, if you and I were just going one night, we would probably drop some dough on that express pass. I think it. I think it'd be worth it. You yeah. Know, because you're not going to get all. I mean, it goes till it's open till late, but. Till 2 a.m. But baby, <laughs> when have we ever stayed up till 2 a.m.? Yeah, um, like all the time. Never. Like one time we made it to like midnight, and I was like, "Hey, we've stayed up past midnight. We're awesome." <laughs> Without you taking a nap, though, like I don't know that that's ever happened. Hey, you know, I nap with the best of them. I'm a legend. I'm a legend. So, but yeah, I could see how it'd be worth it. Um, any other Halloween Horror Night tidbits or that's fun what facts I got? I it just looks amazing it's so different it's such a different world over at Universal they really mm. have a different crowd yeah. but uh, it still appeals to me so that's very cool very very cool now before we, we go I figured it'd be kind of uh, apropos for us to talk about any of our uh, personal maybe haunted house experiences like, have mm. you, like, what you, you're always trying to get me, you always want to do like a ghost tour and I things like that. I do love a good ghost tour. I've been on a couple, mm. one in New Orleans, one in Newport, one in, I mean, I've been to a couple of haunted houses right here in Connecticut. So um, ones that they had to like sign papers when they bought the house saying Mm. that they knew it was haunted. So like some random things would often happen in the house. Mm. Nothing too scary, but like just weird. Okay. Um, And then, you know, I like everybody else in the world, I've been inside of the, what is that place called? Um, The Hills over in uh, Newtown. Which used to be oh, what, the, the asylum. Yeah. Well, no, that's what the brewery is called oh, I, now. But uh, that, I don't it know. But used to be. 
gosh, it's escaping me now, but it, it was a psychiatric hospital for mm. sure that had a lot of underground tunnels. We definitely broke in there oh, boy. when, when we were younger. I got a I nice... I mean, it's a statute of limitations mm, on uh, breaking and entering. I don't boost know. into a window mm. and uh, that was scary, scary stuff. I think I just find history really interesting and I like research. So it's just those things that interest me. Now, the things I didn't like much about the New Orleans haunted tours is it has to do, it does have to do with history, but it has to do with wrongdoings in history, and which I think most haunted occurrences do but i think it always like rubs me a bit the wrong way because they some some of it is like very proud of that history and it's kind of like ooh, this is a very murky subject that i don't think i want to be a part of so i'm not sure that i would do another another new orleanian haunted tour but um the newport one was really just very it was scary but it was also just kind of like you're looking at a house and they're like Somebody did something on the third floor. Can you see them right now? I think I just saw them in the window, you know, like that kind of thing. And I was, but it was like you're standing on a street corner in the middle of the night. And so you're all like amped up and you're like, oh my goodness, I think I saw something move, you know, and that kind of thing. Sorry, I'm peeking, I'm peeking. Um, So, you know, it's not that I'm like super duper into it, but I do find it interesting. You know, I wouldn't should have known that you would try to bring education into this. <laughs> well, I like history and doing research. So that's my big thing. I bring a book and <laughs> give facts during the tour. <laughs> <laughs> I have no words. Have you had a haunted experience? Yeah. So I, I've done a few haunted houses in my day. Um, Two that I could think of, and they were both from like my youth when I was younger. Um, for a while, we I lived in West Palm Beach, Florida, and while I was there, they had like kind of a um, kind of like it's kind of like a strip mall. There was like a Publix there and a movie theater and all this stuff, but they had two um, end units of these strip buildings that were vacant and that they turned them into like a, um, a haunted house to go through, you know, in October. So my parents like took us to go and it was that you like walk through like, you know, basically a store from beginning to end. They had things set up and like I went through and it was like real actors. I was kind of used to um, like going to uh, Playland back in the day, which is Rye Playland in Rye, New York. We mm-hmm. had like these haunted houses where it was just like a plastic Dracula that mm-hmm. eyes lit up and like, but you were in like a car and it just went around and there was like a Frankenstein one. It, it wasn't anything. So now there's like real actors in it. And like I was at the time, I was already into horror movies, but this was a little bit much for me. So you had to like go through one store, you came out the back, then you would go in the back of the other store and come out the front I had to go in the first store. They had like this bridge and there were like people like grabbing like hands coming out from the bridge oh, and like grabbing no. your ankles. No, no, no. So let's just say Rob made it to the back, but he did not go in. The, <laughs> he did not go in the other store to go out the back. I was done. <laughs> now, mind you, my younger sister, who's 
four years younger than me was there and she made it through but i, I refused i would not go <sighs> back through there oh my god so that was one of them that was kind of a lower point for me my older sister was braver than me my younger sister was brave braver than me <laughs> there was another one i'd gone on a trip with my uh best friend growing up and to go visit his uncle that lived in maine and they his mom took us to this place and i never I've never looked up what it was. It was some type of a theme park that was up in like Maine or New Hampshire or something. It had, it was like a water park, but then it also had like this haunted house and the haunted house was as you entered it. And I was probably like maybe 11, 12 years old. And like his mom just like stayed at like the wave pool and was just like sitting on a thing. And then me and him, my friend went like to do our own thing because, you know, back in the nineties, no one really cared about anything. Um, you were able to do whatever you wanted. So we went to this haunted house and it was guarded by a person at the, that would like greet you. He was just at the door. He kind of looked like WWE's the undertaker. Mm. That's how he was, but he wouldn't talk and he would just kind of look at you and maybe growl every so often. So that was creepy enough. So we got through that. And there were things going, you know, there's scary things and cobwebs and stuff. We got to a point where there was like a guy in a cage and he had like his back, like he was sitting down and had his back to you mm-hmm. and like you were looking at him and then like he started, like he would get up and like get agitated and like start, like he had like a chain and he would like whip the chain at the bars of the cage and like you would hear it hit and like we freaked out again yeah. and ran out through an emergency exit oh, no. <laughs> around the back of the building. <laughs> and we, I think we did that like multiple times and it scared us each time. Like we just would come around and, and just you like, just come couldn't around. Handle it. we could, it was, it was too much. We couldn't. So I don't, I still don't know. Maybe I made the whole thing up in my mind. This main amusement park didn't exist that had a water slide and um, a wave pool and a haunted house. But, <laughs> those were two of kind of like the more memorable ones um from my past so i i like them i would like to go on some more with you eventually oh okay. eventually hope the you know the girls would be uh, brave enough when they're in their 20s probably yeah. well i did i did bring our older daughter to a um very scary kind of uh yeah, but it was place. like, but yeah. it was on a night in which they didn't have the jump outs, um, mm. actors or anything. It, it was kind of like meant for like it was younger like kids. a little bit lights uh, lit up a little bit, mm. but I, it was still terrifying to me. Okay, because um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But well, if I, if we went on a regular night, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I don't know, man. Yeah, haunted hayride or something like that. Yeah, yeah. We we went at Christmas time to this place. It was much much different, much more oh, relaxing that's right. experience for me. <laughs> now, and I mean, just we're not going to keep going too long because it's a pretty long I know, episode. It's pretty long episode. But we do live in the area that the um, Warrens yes lived in yes um the warrens are the people that for you know if anyone's seen the conjuring those are the people that it's based off of and uh things like amityville horror Mm -hmm. again based off of their uh findings and so on and so forth so they they if you've seen the conjuring they have this whole like you know creepy they keep all these artifacts that are supposedly cursed or haunted you know um annabelle which was a raggedy ann doll 
um, in real life and not the creepy doll that we've all known to love. They've kind of since been debunked that they were mm-hmm. pretty much, you know, scam artists. But who knows what lurks in yep. there? It used to be a museum. It's now closed and like the nephew owns it because they both passed away. And But Annabelle goes on tour. Annabelle goes on tour. It was at like yeah. the Mohegan Sun Casino yeah. or something not too long ago. Now what was wild is like back in the day, like the Warrens would like be speaking at our high schools and stuff, like giving like lectures about these things. <laughs> that, <laughs> like looking back now, I'm like, how did administration let that happen? <laughs> like what? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Although you went to a Catholic high school, so I'm yeah, pretty they, sure they, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have let that. them in there. <laughs> I'm from a naughty public school. <laughs> yeah, so you but public in any, schoolers, us public schoolers, we you know <laughs> we got to say a thing or two. But uh, yeah, so uh, being from this area is definitely interesting. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that a lot of these horror movies and hauntings, uh, yeah. Uh, apparently occurred very close to here Mm -hmm. yes so that's where we are now we're far away from orlando uh, florida we're all the good i could hear people screaming right from i could hear them right now being chased by a maniacal uh, chainsaw chainsaw wielding (laughs) maniac and and, and running for their lives there is the the one thing the megan horde um which is that uh that blumhouse movie of the creepy robotic dolls they have a group of them that kind of come out they walk in one of the scare zones yeah. um and then they like perform they do a performance because that was like when the movie came out they had a marketing campaign where they would just kind of have these megan hordes show up in various places and then just start performing and stuff and they were kind of creepy we heard that what they yeah. do is like for people that like freak out and, and like, like start, start running away, away like them. they'll chase after you <laughs> i think that's fantastic <laughs> <laughs> so yep. that's kind of creepy that's definitely yeah Definitely, definitely creepy. Amazing. Well, I hope this deep dive helped you get into the Halloween spirit because it is September and here we go. Um, And I would love to help you organize your trip or any of our agents would love to help you organize your trip. You remember, you've only got 46 more Halloween Horror Nights nights. left. And if you're just looking for something a little not as scary, there's always Mickey's Not So Scary um that those are selling out fast i think I september know, sold are. it's gonna get there right september sold yep. and october will be done soon enough because that's starts, right and even into jollywood nights with the christmas season starting to sell out one by one ho, so, ho, ho. let's get on it but um i think that'll uh do it for this episode episode 35 we made it it's a spooky one um <laughs> may all your haunted dreams come true or not come true Hmm. Have a spooky filled evening. This has been a Family Travel Planner Production.